48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines, the government decides to quarantine residents in the Kowloon Bay housing block. A medical expert urges the government to ban people in three buildings struck by COVID-19 from leaving. And Chinese university researchers say they found a new and less intrusive way of testing for coronavirus. All the residents living in a Kowloon Bay housing block that are facing the same direction will be quarantined. The block in Richland Gardens has been hit by a cluster of infections and a government advisor and University of Hong Kong microbiologist Yun Kwok Yung says it may be unsafe to stay there. Mr Yun spoke after inspecting the block. All the, the floor drains from either the bathroom or the, the toilet or the kitchen all drain into the sewage pipe. And uh, some of them that we may not be able to see there is a U-trap. So uh, for safety reasons, we would uh, suggest to immediately evacuate all the residents of Unity in Block 6 so that they could be kept safe. Professor Yoon added that other residents in the same block should be tested for COVID-19 in 24 hours before the authorities decide if the block should be sealed off or completely evacuated, saying the city's short of quarantine places. Meanwhile, an infectious disease expert says the government should ban people living in three different buildings from leaving their homes following a cluster of coronavirus cases. Joanna Wong reports. Dr. Joseph Zhang from the Medical Association called on the government to be decisive and confine these people at home for 14 days. The government has ordered mandatory testing for people who've spent more than two hours at one of the three blocks between November the 17th to December the 9th. They include Block 8 of Kuaisheng West Estate in Kuaichong, Cam Wai House of Cam Fung Court in Ma An Shan, and Block 6 of Richland Gardens in Kowloon Bay, where there's now half a dozen confirmed cases. Speaking on the same RTHK program, a former political assistant to the Food and Health Bureau, Yan Chen, criticized the government for being too slow to react to the outbreaks. She said the government should boost testing capacity in the coming days and then people should stay home for two weeks from the 20th of December to cut the chains of transmission. Researchers at Chinese universities say they've come up with a new way of obtaining samples for COVID-19 tests that's more suitable for children and the elderly and safer than traditional methods. They say by placing a paper strip inside the nose and applying pressure for around a minute, it absorbs the fluid evenly but is less likely to trigger sneezing and other reactions. An experiment on 38 coronavirus patients aged between 6 and 74 showed that the results from nasal strips tests were 95% similar to nasal and throat swabs. This dropped to about 70% compared to deep throat saliva samples. Here's Professor Simon Lyam from the university's Department of Pediatrics. The thing about uh, children uh, in our experience is that um, if you use a nasal swab, uh, if they're not cooperative, uh, it's actually very noxious to them. It's, you know, they feel really bad. And so the next time you go in with a swab, they'll have more fear towards the procedure and you won't be able to get it in the next time. So with the nasal strip, the first experience is usually much less noxious for them. So they're less fearful the next time. Exiled democracy activist Nathan Law has held his first meeting with a senior member of the British government. The former lawmaker held talks in London with Britain's interior minister, Priti Patel. Ms Patel said in a statement that Britain would protect the freedom of Hong Kong's people. Mr Law said he thanked the minister for offering a new route to citizenship for Hong Kong people. 
The United States has added a convicted gangster from Macau and three entities he controls to its anti-corruption sanctions list. The Treasury Department described Broken Tooth Wan Kwok Khoi as a leader of the 14K triad. It says the gang is using the World Hongmen History and Culture Association, a Cambodia-based organisation set up by Mr Wan, to legitimise its activities. Britain and the European Union have agreed to continue trying to reach a post-Brexit trade deal for a few more days after face-to-face talks between the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and the European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen. Both sides said large gaps remain. Here's the BBC's Katja Adler. To take a decision on the future of the talks, we're told, uh, by the end of play on Sunday, could mean to carry on talking or it could mean, of course, announcing a deal or no deal. The very firm deadline that we have is the end of the year, the 31st of December. It's then that the transition period ends. That's when the UK fully comes out of the European Union. It legally did so uh, on the 31st of January. Practically, it has remained inside the EU's Single Market and Customs Union for the rest of this year, as of the 1st of January, no longer. The United States has recorded more than 3,000 deaths from the coronavirus in the past 24 hours. It's the highest total in a single day anywhere in the world. New cases are continuing to surge in the US. The BBC's Nomia Iqbal reports from Washington. COVID-19 infections and hospitalizations have been surging across the US. As well as this new record of more than 3,000 deaths per day, there are more than 106,000 people in hospital with the illness. It comes as two vaccine candidates appear to be on the verge of clearing the country's final regulatory hurdles, with medical experts due to meet later this week. The chief advisor to President Trump's operation to roll out the vaccine says the first injections could begin this coming weekend. But medical experts have said the Crisis will only worsen in the weeks ahead due to colder weather, and especially if Americans continue to disregard warnings to avoid unnecessary travel and large gatherings over the holidays. The country has recorded almost 290,000 COVID deaths. It also re- registered nearly 220,000, nearly 200, more than 220,481 new cases. Health officials in Russia have told people to abstain from alcohol for several days while receiving the country's Sputnik V or Sputnik V coronavirus vaccine, although there's been conflicting advice on how long for. The BBC's Will Leonardo reports. Russia has begun rolling out its Sputnik V vaccine, even though it's not completed clinical trials. Those who are already wary of the jab were given another reason for concern on Tuesday. Anna Popova, the head of a health watchdog, told recipients to give up drinking two weeks before the first of two injections and remain off the booze for 42 days to ensure immunity is built. The comments sparked a pushback by some social media users in Russia who questioned whether that was possible in one of the world's heaviest drinking nations. The head of the Russian institute which developed the jab, Alexander Ginzburg, said a single glass of champagne never killed anyone, but he later advised people to abstain for three days after each injection. The US President-elect Joe Biden's son, Hunter, says he's under investigation for potential tax violations. Hunter Biden said he was confident a review would demonstrate he'd handled his affairs legally and appropriately. Here's the BBC's Libo Diseco. In a brief statement released by the presidential transition team, Hunter Biden said that he'd learnt on Tuesday for the first time that he's under investigation for his tax affairs. It's not yet clear what those violations might be. Hunter Biden was the target of frequent attacks by Donald Trump during the election campaign. 
Hunter Biden's statement was accompanied by one from his father, the president-elect. It said that Joe Biden is deeply proud of his son, who has fought through difficult challenges, including the vicious personal attacks, only to emerge stronger. The International Criminal Court in The Hague says it's got reason to believe that the British military forces committed war crimes in Iraq. But it said it was closing the investigation because there was insufficient evidence to suggest that the British government protected soldiers from prosecution. Here's the BBC's Jonathan Beale. This 180-page report makes clear that it will not be pursuing a case against the British government, at least at this stage. But it also states that there is a reasonable basis to believe that crimes were committed against Iraqi detainees while in British custody, including illegal killings, murder, torture and rape. The report also states it found several levels of failure among the UK civilian and military authorities contributed to the alleged crimes. However, the ICC said it could not substantiate allegations that the UK had prevented or shielded British troops from prosecution. The French cabinet has endorsed a draft law targeting radical Islam after a spate of attacks blamed on religious extremists. The legislation tightens rules on homeschooling and online hate speech. It also demands religious neutrality for public service officials and creates a new offence for those who maliciously reveal personal information on the internet. A response to the beheading of a teacher who'd shown his class cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad. The Prime Minister Jean Castet gave more details. Des mesures importantes sont prises. Important measures are taken in the fields of education to ensure that each child benefits from an education that's adapted to the principles of the Republic, with strict respect for the separation of church and the state. Scientists say this year the weight of all human-made objects on Earth is likely to exceed that of living things for the first time. The weight of all the things that people produce to build homes, roads and machines has been doubling every 20 years. At the same time, the weight of all living things, known as biomass, has been falling, mainly due to the loss of trees. Dr. Ron Milo of the Wiseman Institute in Israel is one of the researchers. This shows that we are indeed entering a new geological era, the Anthropocene, where the effect of humanity becomes dominant on the face of the earth and thus requires that we take more responsibility and try to find a better balance between humanity actions and the biosphere. Federal and state regulators in the United States have sued Facebook, saying the company is abusing its dominance in social media to crush smaller competitors. Antitrust officials called for Facebook to be broken up by being ordered to divest Instagram and WhatsApp, which have billions of users. The New York State Attorney General Letitia James is leading a coalition of 48 states suing Facebook. For nearly a decade, Facebook has used its dominance and monopoly power to crush smaller rivals and snuff out competition, all at the expense of everyday users. They've reduced choices for consumers, they stifled innovation, and they degraded privacy protections for millions of Americans. China says it's imposed fresh import duties on Australian wine as it accused Canberra of giving firms subsidies. The move comes as relations between both countries continue to sour after Australia called earlier this year for an inquiry into the origins of the COVID-19 outbreak. The anti-subsidy tariffs come in tomorrow. Currencies now. The US dollar is trading at 104.41 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 20 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 36 cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 26,407, 95 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $59 billion. 
And now with the sports, here's Adam Chung. We start with football's European Champions League, where the lineup for the last 16 has been decided. All four teams in Group B entered the final round of games with a chance of reaching the knockout stage. In the end, Real Madrid finished top after victory over Borussia Mönchengladbach. Inter Milan are out. More from the BBC's John Bennett. In his two spells as Real Madrid head coach, Zinedine Zidane has gained a reputation for delivering when it really matters. It's more than likely that he would have lost his job had Real missed out on a 24th successive qualification for the knockout stages, but his side never looked like letting him down against Mönchengladbach. Two unstoppable Karim Benzema headers gave Real a 2-0 lead at half-time. Second half, he was inches away from a hat-trick when he hit the bar. That result meant that whoever won the other game in the group would join Real Madrid in the last 16. Inter Milan dominated against Shakhtar Donetsk, but couldn't find a breakthrough. Lautaro Martinez wasted a number of great opportunities. So for the third season in a row, the Italian giants go out in the group stage. In Group A, Atletico Madrid have joined Bayern Munich through to the last 16 after a 2-0 win over RB Salzburg. Bayern beat Lokomotiv 2-0. Atalanta stunned Ajax 1-0 to qualify from Group D, joining Liverpool who had already clinched top spot. Liverpool played to a one-all draw with Michelin in Denmark. The Group C winners Manchester City beat Marseille 3-0. Second place Porto beat Olympiacos 2-0. Salzburg, Ajax, Shakhtar and Olympiakos will go to the Europa League. Staying with football, the Women's European Champions League has reached the last 32 stage with first leg matches taking place last night. The holders and seven-time champions Lyon came from behind to begin their title defense with a 3-2 win away to Juventus. The football writer Sophie Lawson says Lyon have picked up from where they left off in the competition and will be hard to stop. If anyone's going to do it, it's it's going to be someone who gets to the final. Um, I think it's it's teams have the ability to beat Leon or to hold Leon over ninety minutes, but it's when you get into two legged ties. So even if Juventus had held their advantage, they then would have had the problem of going to Leon next week and trying to stop stop the the, the French champions from from scoring, which is a very tricky thing indeed. Finally, in cricket, the Big Bash, one of the most prestigious T20 competitions, is about to get underway in Australia. The opening match of this 10th edition of the BBL starts just after 4 p.m. Hong Kong time when the Hobart Hurricanes take on the defending champions, Sydney Sixers. And that's your look at sports. Thanks, Adam. To end the news, the top stories once again. The government decides to quarantine residents in a Kowloon Bay housing block. A medical expert urges the government to ban people in three buildings hit by COVID-19 from leaving. And Chinese university researchers say they've found a new and less intrusive way of testing for coronavirus. The news from RTHK. Like a song on the radio
body that she flows As long as she is getting what she wants To prevent the spread of disease, make sure all drainage traps contain water. Pour half a liter of water into each drain outlet every week. Check sinks, baths, toilets, and floor drain outlets regularly. If drainage pipes are leaking or blocked, or drain outlets emit a foul smell, arrange prompt inspection and repair by a qualified person. Don't alter drains and pipes on your own. Visit chp.gov.hk for details. 